Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, May 12th. U.S. equity futures are trading off a little bit. So you have S&P futures down nine points. That's about 22 basis points. NASDAQ futures are down 55 points. That's about 40 basis points. And the Dow is off 81 points. That is about 23 basis points. So S&P Dow are off about 20 basis points. NASDAQ is down about double that, um, down 40 basis points. The major European indices are trading flat to up small. Um, You have some outperformance in basic resources along with healthcare, telecom, and energy um, and utilities. So not necessarily a very clear kind of uh, cyclical growth split in Europe this morning. Banks and tech are both lagging in Europe. Asia was very mixed. So you had very large declines in Taiwan, Korea, Japan, while mainland China and Hong Kong both traded well. Um, so no major kind of single macro headline to really note. I will I will say kind of um, just a few things about the tenor of news flow. I think at this point in time, it's safe to say the odds of a large Build Back Better bill passing are fading very quickly um, for a whole variety of different reasons. You know, whether or not this is actually the case, there certainly is a a, uh, consensus narrative forming that some of the unemployment benefits and other fiscal transfer payments are contributing to the um, shortfall of labor supply that you saw in the jobs report uh, last week, that you saw in the JOLTS report out yesterday, and that you hear anecdotally from a lot of companies. Um, so you're seeing pushback, not just from Republicans, but also from some centrist Democrats as well. There's an article on Political just talking about how you know, the federal unemployment benefits are set to expire in September. Um, it's very unlikely you are going to see um, Senate Democrats back any type of initiative to extend those further. Um, there has been, you know, some some members of the Democratic Party would like to make those permanent. That's very unlikely. You continue to see states, so Tennessee is the latest one, to opt out of the federal unemployment, um, the supplemental federal unemployment benefit program. Again, just, just out of concerns that those payments are creating a disincentive to work, and that's contributing to the um, shortfall in, in labor supply. Um, you know, a lot of other pieces of that of that bill as well, including this kind of global minimum tax um, initiative that's been talked about. Again, I think that is entirely too complex to really become reality. You had a uh, Amazon in Europe just won a tax case where a European court determined that the company did not receive special treatment from Luxembourg. So a big part of that whole global minimum tax is to kind of um, eliminate some of these tax haven countries where a lot of countries are domiciled, a lot of companies are domiciled. Um, just the legal challenges that that are, will be involved with that type of initiative, I just think make it very, very unlikely. So, um, no, you you can see some, you may be able to see some mild tax increases. I still think that you're not going to see the corporate rate go above 25%. I don't think you'll see the capital gains rate go above 28%. And I think that if you are going, if they, if there are changes to tax rates, you are going to see the salt um, deduction get reinstated. So I, I, I think again, the more uh, the odds of very large build back better legislation um, are kind of fading. On the data front, 
you know, I don't think stocks are going to see a real material sustained pullback until you see demand start to really weaken materially. And that's not taking place at all. What you are seeing is demand is so strong that it's creating its own set of problems. Obviously, you're seeing that show up in inflation figures with supply chain strains, labor shortages. Um, so that can contribute to inflation pressures with higher wages. Um, but until you really start to see really sustained um, weakness in demand, I don't think stocks are going to suffer too much. On the inflation front, you are seeing, uh, clearly you are seeing pressures, uh, inflationary pressures, commodity prices are surging. Um, you know, all these reports about shortfalls in labor are going to probably contribute to higher wages. That will be inflationary. But what you're really seeing is so far, um, simply just base effects. So you're now cycling through some very ugly inflation figures from 2020. As those become the denominator in inflation calculations, you're going to see the numbers, the increases increase. So that's going to happen with the US CPI today. The headline US CPI is set to surge 100 basis points sequentially to 3.6%, up from 2.6% last month. That's going to be um, close to a record increase as far as the acceleration of inflation. But again, you know, the Fed has been insisting on this. This is just base effects. It is just base effects for now. That's not to say that you can't have inflation down the road. Um, but for the time being, it's really just base effects. And I think that's why markets, despite, you know, some of the recent turmoil in, in equity markets, um, I don't think there's really a, a genuine concern about, um, you know, gallivanting inflation going forward. You know, the S&P is down barely 2% off of its all-time high. Um, you know, there are there is some inflation anxiety, but like I said, I think for now, the market is relatively comfortable that the bulk of what you're seeing is just base effects. Um, and we'll have to kind of just wait and see if this continues into Q4 as as those soft figures from last year cycle out of the calculations. If it continues, then I think there'll be some more anxiety. But for now, um, it's, it's just base effects. On the Fed, so you saw Fed officials come out every day and insist that the economy um, is still far from achieving its goals. And so there's no need to consider tapering. I still think you're going to see um, message the messaging from the Fed evolve just because the underlying economic dynamics are very strong. And again, no one's saying that they're going to taper right now, but a taper in November or December is still entirely possible. So you have the Fed minutes come out next week on the 19th, and then you have the next FOMC meeting on the 16th. I continue to think you are going to see the rhetoric start to shift or evolve. I will say, though, that the market at this point in time probably would not mind a tiny, tiny bit less stimulus. So again, um, on the fiscal front, you know there there is concern that some of the payments are creating a disincentive to work. So to the extent those are modified, and that can help solve the labor shortfall, that, that would be welcomed by markets. And I also think, too, again, stocks love quantitative easing, but they also wouldn't mind to see the Fed at least acknowledge that there are inflation risks and that they are mindful of them and that possible, um, you know, acknowledging the potential for a taper at the end of this year, you can placate some of those inflation concerns while keeping monetary policy extraordinarily accommodative. Um, so again, I don't necessarily think the acknowledgement of a taper at the end of this year is, is um, you know, something to be terribly concerned about with regards to the broader equity markets. Um, with regards to tech stocks, so obviously you had a very um, a very impressive rebound in tech stocks yesterday. They were crushed Monday. They were crushed Tuesday out of the gate. Then you had a rapid rebound. Um, you know, I think some sentiment stocks to watch today. These aren't necessarily very important companies, but they are very important from a signaling standpoint. So Fubu and Upstart, so F U B O and U P S T had earnings last night, both of which were welcomed by markets. Those stocks traded higher in the aftermarket. They're trading higher this morning. If those gains can sustain, 
that would obviously be an encouraging signaling, um, uh, encouraging signaling for just the near-term stability of tech. And then Palantir and Roblox from yesterday, both of which also rallied on earnings. If those stocks can sustain today, that would also be um, an important signal for tech stability. I still think though, you know, again, tech has been lagging all year and I think that will continue. There obviously will be some days when, um, you know, tech will outperform, but I think the broader trend of tech lagging versus cyclical will continue um, going forward. So those are kind of all the major themes and trends. There's actually a lot of, of other news items to really note today. Um, so check out the piece for more detail. Um, I also have a separate piece that I sent around yesterday just discussing why markets wouldn't mind a tiny bit less inflation at this standpoint. Um, on the calendar for today, so the US CPI will, will be in focus at 8.30. Um, you know, again, I think the market is fully prepared for a, you know, a sharp increase in, in underlying inflation, um, even if it's a little bit higher than the street modeled. I don't necessarily think that will kind of create a dramatic shift in the underlying narrative. Um, because again, I think the market appreciates that this is for the time being largely base effects, and they're going to kind of see how watch uh, they're going to have to watch to see how the inflation figures unfold over the coming quarters, not in the very near term. Biden will be meeting with the congressional leadership, so um, Pelosi, Schumer, McConnell, and McCarthy at the White House to discuss infrastructure spending. Like I said before, I think the odds of a kind of very large fiscal bill passing in this type of environment are, are shrinking. Um, you know, so I, I don't really think these meetings are going to, are going to do a whole lot. I would, I would be very skeptical or I'd be very careful about kind of chasing any headlines that come out of them, but that meeting will be taking place today. Um, no major earnings reports this morning. You have a couple of, you know, again, these, these smaller momentum tech stocks will peach people will be watching closely just from a sentiment perspective. Um, so app loving bumble compass, um, Poshmark, ThreadUp are just some of the ones that are out tonight after the close. Um, again, not terribly important companies, but they will be watched just um, as a barometer of tech sentiment. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.